Welcome to Love and Business, Is It Worth It? I'm your girl, Diane, and on this podcast, we address everything love, everything business, and everything in between. If you're looking to grow with your partner while you're growing your business, you're listening to the podcast that will help you figure it out. Figure it out. F-I-O. F-I-O. Hey guys, welcome, welcome, welcome. What's happening? How y'all? Welcome to Love and Business. Is it worth it? And I don't know. Every single time we're on the show, we prove that it is absolutely worth it. And we are here with this beautiful, amazing couple. And I'm not just saying that because my girl's Dominican. But by the way, she's Dominican. <laughs> and every time I see a brother with a Dominican, I say, oh, man, you fell for the trap too, huh? Yeah. <laughs> What's up, guys? Hi. How are y'all doing tonight? Absolutely amazing. Yes. Yeah, I need one of them shirts, me. Yeah, for sure. Can I just say, we are, like, still on a high from the retreat like when i told y'all like back at the retreat that we were like completely transformed like it really did transform like every aspect of like our working relationship our own relationship um it's just it was just been amazing if y'all missed the lovepreneur event you definitely missed out and like i said we're already ready to go to the next one yeah send us us the link today yeah (laughs) absolutely you know, for those who um, are not sure, what are they talking about? What event? So, Newton and Bree were um, one of the attendees of our Lovepreneurs Grow Rich retreat. And it was amazing because we met through Runway. Runway, so we're going to talk about that relationship a little bit because there's nothing more powerful to me when there is a network of powerful people and they say, you have to meet so-and-so and then we become friends and it's like you know what it's just like amazing people meeting amazing people and as we always say growing rich together so um let's talk about that relationship with runway because of him we met and we had like literally the four of us and, and it was plenty of couples but us as four we had an amazing experience during the retreat an amazing connection so shout out to Runway. Talk about your relationship with him a little bit, and then we'll come back on, on you know, our experiences at the retreat. Absolutely. So uh, I met Runway at an event in Philadelphia. Uh, he, it was crazy because I always follow him on Instagram and everything like that. So it was like when he came, I was like, oh snap! Like that's Runway. Like you know, what I mean, like one of the best marketers. Like everything, like with every definition you could, every adjective you could think of, I'm like, that's him. So he walked up, he's like, what's up, new? I'm like, what's up, runway? Like, it was like, kind of, like, like, you knew me kind of thing. So I was like, we talked, and one of the first things he mentioned to me, he's like, you got your passport? And, well, this was after talking for about, like, five or seven minutes. He's like, you got your passport? And I'm like, yeah. He like, you want to go to Cabo this week? I'm like, sure. He like, we're catching a private jet. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Like, I've never been in a jet. I've never been to Cabo. Like, it was just like, after 10 minutes talking to him and building with him, he offered for me to be on a jet. And my response, it was like a couple other gentlemen in the group with us. And he asked all of us the same question. And he like, and I, everybody was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, 
I got a lady back at home. I just can't go without her. And he was like, he looked at me, he was like, I, I like you. And ever since then, we hit it off. You know what I mean? So every now I talk to Runway probably like twice a day. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Him and him and really not 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 being a part of the accountability couple. We got this yeah. thing called ACs, ACs going on. So Runway, if you're watching this, Sorelli, if you're watching this, ACs tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. 6 so a.m. We that's in the gym. Yeah, we in the gym every morning. So uh, they've been missing it for a couple of weeks now, but we're going to get them on board. But ever since then, they've been up and up. Yeah. A great guy, uh, help me out, whatever, with anything I need. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and just from my own personal, like since I've met Runway, like through New, obviously that, you know, he's just that type of person that continues to pour into you. So when he yeah. sees something in you, he's just super genuine. Him and Sorelli both are just amazing, um, and they just continue to pour into us. You, you know, we were the youngest couple at the retreat, so just hearing the wisdom that everybody yeah. had to share was so profound to us but but them especially like being their mentors i'm sorry us me well us being their mentees yeah um that they just continue to pour into us and that you know it speaks so much to them and how genuine they are but it just makes us so thankful that they see something in us that we necessarily didn't see yet yeah yeah so i love that because and even you mentioning what made him say you know what i like you yeah. is that you made your girl part of the conversation yeah. And when Lisa's back to the event and Lisa's back to our platform, that's what a lovepreneur is all about. Mm -hmm. And that was a perfect example of, no, I'm the man and, you know, I do my thing, but I do and I respect my girl at home. You know, I'm not going to leave her behind. And as lovepreneurs, that's exactly what we do. We don't leave our partners behind. We grow rich with them, right? So let's talk about the retreat because it was dope. Runway again. He was in the building. Um and it was just a powerful connection, um, their business with love. And one of the things I learned more about Newt was the funding aspect of it, you know, and how um, intellectual you are when it comes to funding. I mean, I, I, I literally go to your lives and I learn something every time. And, you know, I want to talk about that because, of course, we're going to get to the meat and bones of should couples combine it. But let's talk a little bit about funding and financing and how that can change, you know, a, a couple's uh, business ventures or what they would want to do um, as far as their business and all that. But let's talk about those opportunities. You talked today. You gave us some hot stuff today <laughs> going to IG. Yeah. So just talk a little bit about that. And I'll tell you why. I know with us and the couples that are under our mentorship, you know, one of the biggest things in the arguments is the lack of funds, the lack of money. Um, sometimes they have huge dreams, but have no idea exactly how they can reach them. And the part that really like drives me to like tears sometimes is that then they die on their dreams and they also die with each other in their relationship and they, you know, they break apart. And it's like, if only financing wasn't an issue, I wonder how far they would have went when it came to their relationship. So let's talk about that a little bit. Uh, I think that's when I see, when, when we seen the topic this morning, mm -hmm. I'm like, ooh, like we looked at each other like, that's, like a, yeah. that's a good one. Like it, that was a, this is a really good topic. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but I, I definitely agree with you because them fin finances plays a really big factor in like a lot of things. And, and, and I mean, I don't want to get too religious or anything, but it's not that money is evil. It's the love of money that become evil, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like for, for, 
for me growing up being 20, Bree's actually older than me. So me being the youngest at the event, <laughs> uh, you know, her being a cougar and all that. But him <laughs> <laughs> by like three, four months. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. But uh, so, but but anyway, like finances plays a really big part in a relationship because like how how we grew up is like the men got to be the breadwinner stuff like that and and the one thing that i like that like we don't kind of play roles in that we don't have like gender roles in in our relationship it's like i my number one thing is i hate shifting work if i that's i talk about that all the time if i can do something my physical capable or or mentally everything capable of doing it i'm going to do it it's not oh that's free job oh i did this so she has to do this and that goes the same thing with the finances. So if there's a bill that needs to be paid that hasn't that that sprung up on us or is a little bit higher than we allocated, it's not about oh, who's going to pay this month or I paid the last month. And that goes into us a little bit talking about like commingling. And we're going to get into that a little bit later. But I think the financial part, especially when we when you start talking about funding, like um, early in our relationship, Bree allowed me to use her social security number. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. which is super trustworthy of her like she didn't have to and uh because, i actually had the better credit yeah in the yep. her credit her yeah. credit was better than mine <laughs> and i was like yo like what did you do and she was like well i just was doing this and it was like all the things that we don't talk about and it's like mm-hmm. well dang like well i'm gonna start teaching people that mm-hmm. and uh after a few months of her kind of coaching me and guiding me my credit score got to like where hers was at and and then i'm like yo like i got some plays for us but I can't do it by myself. Mm-hmm. Can you help me? She's like, well, what you need? And I'm like, well, I was kind of scared to ask her. And I'm like, and she's like, just say it. I'm like, I kind of need your social. She's like, okay. And she started giving me the numbers. I'm like, wait, wait, wait one second. <laughs> and I wrote it down. I stored it in my cell phone. And, and I started applying for business credit for it. And mm-hmm. she was like getting approved, yeah. getting higher limits than me. And I'm looking like, what is going on? Like, I was so hyped. I was like, you need my social again this week? Thank <laughs> <laughs> it. Yeah, she didn't even get the car yet. She like, you want to do? You want to do like, another one? I'm like, I'm like, no, I'm fine. I do my own. Yeah, you know I mean, so it was like after a while, like she was getting like the limits without the gates, mm-hmm. and every step we never looked back. Yeah. We never looked back. So it was just. I mean, my wallet's not as thick as yours, yeah. but you know, I got, I got some high yeah, limits. You, so. you, yes, the thing is, <laughs> me, I get a lot of credit cards, and the limits don't be as robust. She get a little bit of credit cards, like she get, uh, she get a lot with a little. I get a lot with a lot. I tell you, you know what I love mean? me so, some travel cards. Get me in the lounges and I'm there. Yeah, like her credit cards be 25, <laughs> 30 grand. Mine's be like 6,000, 7,000. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, but it's, 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 that's, the, that's the way it is right, right now. Man, it, it, it brings me back to hearing you guys talk right now, brings me back to us when we, when we started out, you know, years ago. And just the, the fire that I see in you guys. And um, being at the retreat, being able to see how locked in you guys were to the information, um, I smiled quite often. I was watching you guys when you guys didn't even realize I was watching, but it reminded me of us when we first started out. And I think that the great part is that the wisdom level that you guys have and able to receive from each other, mm-hmm. it's not just about you individually receiving from other people. You guys are wise enough at your age to receive from each other. Like, okay, we're going to get the information in together and we're going to trust each other of how we're going to dissect this information and apply it to our life and our business. 
So I commend you guys. I'm, I'm super proud of you both. You. I want to definitely say that um, you guys are on a fast track to hitting some success levels. Like I'm just in awe and I can't wait to hear of the stories that will continue to flow in based off of the diligence that you guys um, are putting in now. And literally what you guys do today, the results of tomorrow are already showing just by the, the diligence and how you guys operate together. So I commend you guys for that. And um, I'm, I'm just super proud of y'all. I thought you was going to talk about how we also started the same way. But I mean, yeah, I agree with all that. But let's talk about your bad credit. So <laughs> I didn't have bad credit. Okay. He had zero credit. I had no credit. Like nothing. Like, I just, I've That's never seen better. such a thing. And it was crazy because he was an entrepreneur. I mean, his businesses brought in bank. Like, the man was fly. So I just assumed automatically that you have amazing credit, right? I mean, how did you get all this stuff? And when we started seriously dating, and that was like one of my things, like, how's your credit? Like, what's going on with all that? And he was completely honest. He was like, you know, cash is king to me. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, this man will have, like, $100,000 under his pillow. Why? <laughs> like, I don't feel safe laying here right now. This is not okay. Like, I'm going to need you to put that away and go put it on a card or something. Right. So, um, as we started seriously dating. Like, credit. What is credit? I don't know. As we started for? seriously dating, he started, like, really entertaining the information I was giving him about credit stuff. And I want to get into, like, the funding and all that. And, you know, I was telling him the options that he has and how to apply for credit and me too. So, so I, just like Bree, I added him to one of my credit cards um, so he could start building on the credit because there was literally nothing there. And little by little, same thing. Then he got his platinum and it was just all up from there. But it took trust. And let's talk about that because that's something that a lot of women struggle with. And I think the issue now too on top of the trust issue is that women are very successful nowadays, right? And you get to see it. Like we're now broadcasting this success, right? And they're successful in their own right. Here goes a man wanting to share that success on a financial level. And they're like, wait, after everything I went through to build this, you want me to share that with you? Nah, brother. So I want to talk about what what that takes. What take? Why do we trust? Like, why did I automatically trust him in that? And and my my answer is I trusted in the vision. I didn't necessarily trust him. Um, don't get me wrong. Demetrius has always been this person that always dreamed and wanted more, and I knew he would stop at nothing. And that that's my motto. Like I stop at nothing. I don't stop at no. I can't take it. I will continue. And he was the same way. So that drive was very sexy for me. But I trusted to God in him. Like, I, I seen how he moved, and I seen his morals and his values. And I knew if nothing else, if it went wrong, it went wrong. You know, it wasn't, like, done intentionally. And I just always thought, like, what could go wrong? All right, so we lose 50 grand, so what? So that that just allowed me, like, I'm going to jump. Let me add them to my card, and I can always delete them from it. Whatever it is what it is. So... That was my take on I'm, it and why I'm, I did it. I'm actually undeletable. Clearly. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Clearly. I had to throw that in there. Clearly. <laughs> so, so what was your reason? Like, why did you say, yeah, sure, Newton, here's my social? 
I think it's just like, I mean, we all know our story about how we started and just that I was through the, I went through the ringer with my previous relationship. So I think when we got together, I was just kind of like, my tank was empty. I didn't have any walls up. Like, I was just like, you know what, God, if you're going to leave me here, then this is it. I'm not coming with any additional baggage. I'm not coming with any pent up resentment or anything like that. So I went in wanting to trust. Um, but Initially, well, as y'all know, I had a huge crush on him for the longest time. And now, so- let's talk about yeah, it, because some people out here may not know. I want to hear that story, <laughs> and I want to hear that, tr- that, that, that connection that you had, and then let's continue on. I want to know about it. Again, I know. I well, um, we both met at school. Um, he was one year into his master's program. I was a year behind him. Um, and so I was, we both were working for the housing department and I was an intern in the office for the director, but he was already working in the office. So I would see him every day and work and stuff like that. And he was always very much so how y'all met him. He's very laser focused. Um, he's very driven. He would skip his lunch breaks every day so much so that his supervisor, who's, um, my mentor throughout my whole academic career, um, she would force him to like go take lunch breaks and he still wouldn't even want to go. Um, he would just prefer to work because he's like, at the end of the day, my job has to get done. Um, so, but just seeing that throughout the office for months, like I had the crush on him for like nine months and before he even knew it. Um, and then my friend told him that I liked him and then, you know, the rest was history. She blew up my spot, <laughs> but you know, thank, thank you, Natalia, if you're watching. Um, and Actually, one of our first, actually our very first conversation ever was about real estate. Um, It was in his supervisor's office and I wanted to start a flipping company with my dad and he always wanted to be an investor. So we were talking about that and then just months later, he found out that I liked him and he, you know, he's very transparent. So he's like, hey, I heard you like me. We need to talk. (laughs) (laughs) Was that really what you said? Straight out the gate, right? Along those lines. No beating around the bush. No beating around the bush. So me petrified because I just found out that my friend told him. I'm just like, I'm in the office, like speed walking past his door, completely embarrassed. Um, But we had the talk. We cleared up a lot of things um, just because he thought that he was so not checking for me, y'all. Like he like he didn't know who I was so much so that he thought that I was in my previous relationship, which ended like a year before. So um, I was locked. I was locked he, in. He was locked in. Like it was work, and that was it. So and that's actually that like his drive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like his drive. And so getting back to your question about like the trust, like I just went in trusting, but he gave me every reason and example to trust him. Um, he's never given me any type of like shade, regret, um, or just any any red flags or signs at all. He's completely transparent. If he's going to do or say something, he's going to tell you to your face and you're going to have to accept it. So, um, but just super genuine. He only really wanted to care about me and wanted me to push myself. So he was always that person pouring into me. He's like, you know, I believe in you. You could do this. Da, 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 da. Here are my goals and my dreams. And, you know, I want you here with me along the ride. So when he said like, hey, like your credit's like this, my credit's like this, but this is where I want to go and hopefully you come with me. I was like, like you said, you saw the vision. I was like, 
bet whatever you rocking, I'm rolling. So <laughs> I love that. And it's that consistency part. And you, let's talk about that. Like she's saying you never gave her a reason. So let's talk about how much how that is important, especially for a man to make sure that he never gives his woman a reason. Yeah, that's that's super important because uh, it's really hard to gain trust. Like, it, it's super hard, right? Like, I don't care. And I, I relate everything. Like, I don't, my mind is, I live, sleep, and eat construction and real estate. Yeah. It takes forever. <laughs> it's, I, I built buildings. It takes two, three, four years to get something built. Mm-hmm. And then it takes three, two, two to three months to knock it down. You know what I mean? And that's the same thing with trust. It takes years to build. It, it just really do. It takes years to build. And once you even even show signs of a red flag, that trust is gone and sometimes right. it never come back. Mm-hmm. And I understood that from prior relationships and seeing people who did it and whether they intended to do it or not, it's like, oh, okay, that didn't work for you. Mm-hmm. And I always say, you don't got to go through it to understand it's a bad thing. Right. You know what I mean? Like like my, my one of my one of my grandfathers used to always tell me like, uh, before he passed, like you don't got to get bit by a rattlesnake to know that it's poisonous. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I, when I was younger, I'm like, pop you keep telling me that same story. Like, and I didn't understand it, stand it until I got older, until I got in college, and I realized exactly what he was saying. You don't have to experience everything, and I didn't want to experience losing her to know that she was good. You know what I mean? So by knowing that, I'm like, you know what? I gotta stay locked in with her, and uh, <laughs> she, she helped me. Like, she helped me a lot. Like, she made me become a lot mature she made me like she was loving on me like a woman should that's the bottom line before not that they didn't try to in the past it was just different you know what i mean and we talked about like well you said it uh uh they you said like loving on a entrepreneurial man is different from loving on a non-five man and i didn't never i could never put that into words but once you said it, i'm like I'm like, oh, that's so true. Like, I was super excited. Like, I'm like, yo, I'm looking at it, like, did you just hear that? And it just and it's crazy because we experienced both. Yeah, like, and and it was a nine to five first. And like, when you if you if there if the camera got recorded, watch when you said that. D. I was like, <laughs> when you said that, I'm like, like I was super like, oh my god, like that. That's what it is. And it's so true because like I said, for a year and a half straight. She woke up at 5 a.m. every single morning and made me breakfast. Every she didn't miss it. She didn't miss it and lunch. I had a lunch. She brought me a lunch box. I never brought my like she <laughs> she brought she did everything that I would never thought about doing for myself. You Got know what I mean? Little water cans. Yeah, like it made it cool in the I was always in the work field. I was in a trailer in the middle of a construction site. Didn't have no signal. Like she did the unthinkable, and then not to wake up. She wake, She woke up. What really thrilled me was that mm-hmm. not only did she wake up and make me breakfast, but she woke up before me, start preparing, and let me get extra time to yeah. sleep. So I'm like, best. So when I wake now, I'm waking up to the smell of bacon and everything. It's like <laughs> it's good. Our cool now. It's like it was a good day. <laughs> breakfast sandwich, smoothies, or like or like, like hash brown hash and stuff brown. like that. And that was for a year and a half. So yeah. to hear you say the way you love on a nine to five man. I'm like, I don't, she didn't show me any signs of like red flags. Like this time last year, I was still doing that. Yeah, like, like I was still working. August, yeah. Yep. And like, no, like later, yeah, like August of last year, she was still doing yeah. it. So like, we talking about this is still very new. Like this is not decades or months, and years ago. And he was knee deep in a couple of properties too. Yeah, so it was like, she was just, she was just managing everything for me and keeping me afloat. So it was like, 
I didn't want to lose that. So I just stayed consistent. And then when I, the things I seen she liked, I just did more of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's dope. Super dope. Kudos to that. That, that was vision right there. That was wisdom and vision at the same time. Um, so you said that a, a year ago you were working. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Talk about that transition. Talk about leading up to that point um, where you decided in your head that, hey, this is not going to be it. And transitioning into becoming a full-time entrepreneur. Let's talk about that. Like, how was that for you? And how was that for you supporting in that? So it was like uh, one of the worst, worst, I won't say worst, one of the hardest decisions that I made. And at the time, I thought it was the worst decision that I made. Yeah. So I was making six figures, the most money I, in my family period, mother and father's side. So when I got the job and showed everybody the offer, it was like, what? That was like the biggest thing. And then when I was telling people I was leaving, like less than two years later, they was like, what? Like, you're crazy. Like, what are you doing? You, yeah. you, you need to stay. Like, everybody was against it. Like, everybody was against it. But there was only one person who wasn't. Like, everybody was against it. So we talking about November 5th last year I resigned. Not even a year ago. I was making six figures a year. I had a company vehicle, laptop, cell phone. Ago. I had everything, right? Uh, easy pass. Call. I had everything. And I was telling like, so I started out with doing credit repair and I had a bunch of credit clients before really like get serious with Brie. I had a bunch of credit clients, mm -hmm. but then it got too much. So I couldn't control it. Cause I was being a trailer trying to handle the RFIs and submittals coming in for the plans and talking to the contractors, but my credit clients saying something pop back up. I'm trying to, it just was too much. Right. Mm -hmm. So one day I came home, I was like, Brie, I need you to be at home when I get there. I got to teach you the credit stuff. So I told her the, the credit game and literally turned the business on her 100%. So you talking about she handling, calling, dispute, she doing everything for the clients. And I'm not talking about two, three clients. I'm talking about 20, 30, 40 people at a time. But she's seen the money coming in. So I'm like, all right, well, let's let's figure out something. If you're going to be working, let's figure out how you can get compensated for the work that you do and, and had the business grow. And she stepped up to the plate. Like she got to the point where though it was taking me to dispute Somebody credit report, it was taking me five to six minutes. That's how fast I got. Before it would take me 15, I got down to five minutes. I, I showed her, she started out like 10 minutes. I asked her, I said, see how fast you can get. In like two weeks, she like, I got it down to two minutes. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm in my mind, I'm like, yeah, that's that's not true. There's just no way you got it down to two minutes. But she wound up getting it down for two two minutes, and ever since then, it's been good. Listen, we have we had like, um, by the end of it, we had like 400 clients to get to, so it was just crazy that you know it had to get done. Can you hear you? Yeah, yes, yes, yes. So, we are starting a meditation Sunday for couples, it is going down. And as you guys saw in the commercial just now, we will be doing in our private group Facebook community we will be doing a couple's meditation now we actually did this during the retreat yeah mm -hmm. so tell us about that because you guys were able to experience it and i was just in awe when we talked afterwards but tell me about that because i feel like some people think like us meditating together like what is that about but you guys did it firsthand so tell folks how powerful 
it is to meditate. I, I still have no words, but um, it, we've never done anything like that. So for us that like, it was just an amazing start to the retreat and the fact that like, we kept doing it every day. Um, we actually made it a daily thing in our house too. So every morning I'll wake up or before him, I'll go on, turn on like our YouTube TV um, and just start playing it as I'm like getting ready in the morning or just like, you know, making my coffee, sitting down, but just doing it at the retreat and just having that be the kickoff to everything. It just set the tone. Like, yeah. I don't think we ever just sat down and connected in that way. Yeah. Um, it was, it was very spiritual, but like, no, like you said, it's, just, it's the energy. <laughs> Yeah. Like, it, like we just felt the energy um, from the moment it started up until the day that we left. And like still till this day, it, it's just great to feel and like we just have so much more appreciation for each other. Because, you know, like when that work life balance where it's like, you know, you live where you work, you work where you live. Or I mean, with entrepreneurs, you could work pretty much anywhere. But um, it, it, it was just amazing. And I'm so glad that we did that. I think that was just like the best start to the retreat completely like opened us up we were so vulnerable after that like having hard conversations (laughs) 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 sorry not on the live not (laughs) how did you feel about the meditation that's coming from a man of man's perspective uh i never did nothing like that like i i'm just being transparent and very blunt as I can like that's a different type of feeling like I'm yeah. I'm even now like as we doing it I'm getting used to it but it's still very uncomfortable mm-hmm. but it's like I'm getting comfortable with it but it's like that's powerful mm-hmm. like that's a powerful like it, it like if you're not doing it you like you out. you don't really like know what you're missing like yeah. that's something like it's it's one thing that like most people will shy away from, especially mm-hmm. once feeling that vulnerability, like mm-hmm. and feeling gullible and feeling all those adjectives that describe what a man don't want to be as mm-hmm. weak or anything like that. Like that's it's a tough thing to do. Like we talk about we 14, 15, 16 days in straight doing it. And it's still tough. It's still like <laughs> difficult to do it. You know what I mean? And just be able to like, just connect on a different level. Like tr- I, I think that was the, Outside of the information, but that was one of the best things about that retreat, yeah. like that having yeah. that having that opened up, and then we got the 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 spray and you everything. Still got spray. Like I sprayed like spray. on her like, bed. It's like, and I, when she when she sprayed, if I'm not around, I'll be like, you spray? <laughs> like I'll be looking like you spray? Like, yeah, like so it it just it bring me back, and it's like if y'all y'all if y'all missed it, like y'all can't miss the next one. Mm-hmm. Y'all really can't. no. I agree with that. We go great. Talking about a private island. But before we went on commercial break, you said something so powerful, Newton. Um, and you talked about loving a nine-to-fiver versus loving the entrepreneur. And you're telling us your story, how you were nine to five, you woke up every morning cooking you breakfast. That's the way she loved you, that's the way she showed support. She couldn't physically be there and work with you. So what she did was she made sure that everything she could possibly provide for you, she would provide it beforehand, right? Yeah. So that's loving that nine to fiver. And then here you are as an entrepreneur. Now she started loving on your vision. 
She mm-hmm. started loving on the credit, loving on what else we got to do. How do we have to do it? I'll get it done. Matter of fact, I'm going to exceed the amount of clients I'm going to be able to do. And I'm going to exceed how fast I'm going to be able to do it. Not saying that breakfast and all that wasn't as important anymore, but I guarantee you, I don't care about that bacon. I want to make sure you know how to do this right here. Can you cook this up? Yeah. And the fact that you knew how to jump in because, listen, guys, and this is what my husband was talking about giving kudos and why it was important for him to say that about the wisdom and you guys being able to, to just feed each other. The fact, Bree, that you caught on quick, you, sh- you made that pivot quickly. And women, what happened is they stay stuck on the providing the breakfast and then providing breakfast for the children and just leave their husband building their business however they want to build it. And forget that, wait a minute, he no longer needs me to cook in his kitchen like that. He needs me to cook up on that vision, cook up on that business. So um, kudos to you for, for, for appreciating that. And kudos to you, Bree, for pivoting. Because I'm telling you, we sit with hundreds of couples. That is something couples, especially the women, they struggle with. And a lot of times, it's not because they don't necessarily want to do it. I think sometimes the man doesn't know how to communicate that they need that. And they're so focused on, no, I need her to cook in the kitchen. But actually, if she helps you in that business aspect, you'll be able to hire a whole chef that can cook whatever you want at any time. And sometimes it's the woman that feel like they're not, they're not capable of it. Like they're not. They're not ready for it. They no, I, I can't do that. That's your thing. That's what you do. Like you do that great. So like that you overcame that. Like, did you have any entrepreneurial experience prior to that, Bree? No, no. Um, I will say like everything that you just said is like him to the T because I I think naturally as women, sometimes you're brought up being conditioned, like, oh, cook your man breakfast, lunch and dinner, and clean the house do the laundry, all these things. So I was doing all of those things. And I'm, complete confession, like, I thought that that was enough, you know? And for a nine-to-five man, that, that may be so. However, for an entrepreneur man who also needs support in other ways, that wasn't enough. And he communicated that a lot. And it took a lot to catch on, being completely transparent. Because I'm just like, how am I doing all these things and all this? Like, I have to cook, I have to clean, I have to do the laundry. But he's like, but I don't need any of that. Like, you could leave the dishes till tomorrow, even though, no, we're not leaving the dishes till tomorrow. (laughs) But, like, I need help. Like, I need help figuring out my systems. I need help doing this. So I was just like, okay. It it started to catch on more and more, where, like, now it's kind of like, whatever you need, um, you need me to go to Home Depot and stack some wood? Like, I'm going. So. So, basically, you were willing to upgrade yourself as he was upgrading. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times in relationships, women don't see the value in that. And mm-hmm. they don't respect how much work it takes to upgrade mm-hmm. as the man. And you're staying the same. So now you got frustration because now as a woman, you're looking up to him. And as the man, he's looking down because he's already elevated and you're still there. So now you got all this friction in between and a relationship is now dividing because... There's no clarity. There's we don't have common goals. We don't have common, you know, things we talk about. We can't we don't have common respect for the vision and what it takes to actually sacrifice and make things happen. 
high level, next level. So you literally were growing simultaneously. Yeah. Yeah. And committed to the vision. So, I mean, even to have that type of wisdom and security in yourself to realize that, all right, well, if he's going to grow, I think I better go, go ahead and grow with him. Yeah. Yep. He couldn't continue to grow and still pull me up. Like, you, he's only, he would have only had stunted his growth in a sense. So, and it's kind of like, I, I think back and I always laugh, like, Doug had to give his ex that two weeks notice. And it's like, I wasn't trying to get my notice. So, <laughs> he wasn't talking like that. But it's just like, as a man, as the man that I'm with, he always poured into me and he wanted me to do better for myself. We always had a thing, we first got together, like, I don't need you. I want to be with you. Like, I was successful before him. He was successful before me. We just happened to meet and be successful together. Um, so as as I was growing, I mean, when I first got into our relationship, that I think I kind of slowed down on things that um, I was working on but or things that I wanted to do. I always loved real estate in some way, shape, or form, but I never knew what my next step was in that. If it wasn't for him, and I give him the kudos all the time, because if it really wasn't for him, I would never have became a realtor. Like, I had friends, I had family that didn't want me to do it, friends and family that are actual realtors. And they were just like, no, don't do it, you're in school, like, go get money in your degree. And he was like, no, like, if you want to do it, do it. I stayed down for two and a half months. I missed, I didn't go home for two and a half months. I went to real estate school every single Saturday for eight hours until I got um, my license. And he's the first person that I called when I got it. Um, he, we, we celebrated. I got home and he had like this big setup for me. So he just believed in me like nobody else did. So why couldn't I do that for him? Um, and when we started the credit business, it was right when the pandemic started. So I just graduated. People weren't hiring. So I left college, my master's degree, without a job. But then I jumped into credit. I was like, you know, this is how we're going to make money. Like, this is it. Like, And I haven't looked for a job since. And it was probably the best thing. It was scary at the time. Because, you know, people want security. But it, it was the best thing I ever did. I'm so happy that I did not make not $1 in my master's degree. So I love that. I, I love, love that. Yeah. And, and what I heard was that, in turn, he supported you. Yes. And I tell you, that is not easy. So you guys are spitting some game and it came natural of exactly what we preach and what our platform is about because it's a struggle for people to show that support to one another. Yeah. Now that I've flipping back to finances new, I want you guys to talk to our couples. Give them some hacks, um, some funny hacks, how to get funding as a unit. How and how to get funding um, so to their to their business successfully so that they do not struggle during the process of building. Right. So this is the, like the this I, I'm gonna start out with this so they can I, I want to start out with the heat. You know what I mean? <laughs> Everything gonna be heat because that's all we try to deliver. Yeah. We try to add value as much as we can. But the first, the first thing that I recommend couples to, no matter what business you have, no matter what business you plan on doing, no matter what idea you think you may have or what hobby you think you may have, right? 
when you are with the, with someone else, I think the best thing that you you both can do is one apply for credit or look at what you have right now. Let's just say it's credit because we love using OPM, which is other people's money, right? So like that's one of the biggest things that catapulted me to to my success today was being able to leverage other people's money. So one thing that I recommend for everybody. Like when I met Bree, Bree already had about seven to 10 credit cards. When she met me, I only had about three to five credit cards. One thing that I recommend everyone to do is to add their spouse onto their credit card as an authorized user. So, so now, now Bree got 50,000 and she called all her credit card companies and add me. So now I got her 50,000 reflecting on my profile. Now I got my 70,000 and now I call all my credit cards and add Brie to it. So now we total, we got 120 grand. Looking, we look like we got 120 grand each. So now when I go to the bank, when I go to the lender, my utilization is super low because I got all this available credit to me. Mm-hmm. Long behold, 50 of it is hers, only 70 of it is mine. Mm-hmm. But because they can't, they, they can't dictate that at the credit bureaus, they can't see what that is. When I'm going to a lender, I'm telling a lender, look how strong I look. I got 120 grand. They like, wow, you know what? Here's another 20,000. But mm-hmm. long behold, if it wasn't for Bree, I would only have 70. If it wasn't for me, she would only have 50. So being able to add your spouse as an authorized user to your mm-hmm. particular credit card, and you know that they're not going to max out cards because you land right next to them every night. So you got that, that trust factor. Mm-hmm. Like say, hey, I'm going to build you, but at the same time, you're going to build me. And now once we got to that level of that status, it's like, well, we can kind of dictate what we want from the lenders at this point. Yeah. But I would never be able to get there without Bree and vice versa. So being able to have that knowledge and have that know-how to say, I'm going to add you on as an authorized user to all my credit cards and do the same for me, that's going to t- that's going to slingshot you. Like, you're going to skip yeah. steps 11, 12, 13, 14 and go straight to step 20 just by having that available credit to you. Long behold, that's your spouse at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So like that right there, that's the biggest hack you can do. Everything else falls in line from there. Everything else. And I think the couple... Oh, and... and- Oh, no, no, sorry. no, you go ahead. You I was going to say, and it, it kind of all goes back to that trust. Like, we built that very early on. So, and a lot of times, even still to this day, we pivot when we do that. So, um, we'll, I'll go on a personal, because you, everybody knows that you need personal funding to get business funding. Well, the better your business funding or the, the larger it is, the more business funding you could potentially have. So, sometimes when I'm repairing my credit, because we, we're constantly doing credit repair when we apply for credit cards and things like that, but whenever like my business credit gets to kind of like a plateau, I'll go ahead and go on a personal uh, a personal funding spree where I'll get another five, 10 credit cards. Um, and then I'll add him, but then he'll he'll um, be working on his and then go on another person. And so we kind of flip-flop and we pivot and do that all the time. And now like we each could have almost $300,000 in business funding to play around with. And like you said, like we're not going and maxing out the credit cards. I mean, we can if we wanted to, but we're just not doing that. We have greater and better goals that we want to use the funding for. So just being able to build that trust and pivot when you need to um, is very important. So to that couple that's saying, okay, so if I do that, because nine times out of 10, there's one person out of the two that's willing and the other person is like, nope, mm -mm, we keeping this separate. So with that hack is a major hack. And ironically, that's what we did when we started off. Um, Can you let them know the pros and cons of that? Like, are they in any danger? Like, 
is there easy fix if something just so happens to go wrong? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely pros and cons to anything. And the 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 cons to that is that let's just say you have one spouse that is kind of not as responsible as the other, right? And let's just say they go buy a, uh, a, a let's just call it a MacBook, right? Mm-hmm. Or the best MacBook you can get, and they max out a particular credit card. And think that the bill was due on the 20th, right? But it was really doing the 17th. So now they missed their payment, and then, then the utilization is extremely high. Mm-hmm. So you have three important dates on your credit card. You got your statement date, your closing date, and your reporting date. So you got to know when your credit card is going to report to the credit bureaus to ensure that your payment is submitted prior and that your utilization is not high, right? So let's say you got that non-responsible spouse that forgets the date, forget the report date, and now it reports to the credit bureau that you maxed out your credit card. That's going to affect both both couples. Mm -hmm. That's going to affect both people because I'm on as an authorized user or vice versa. So I max my card out, forget to pay and then Brie take the hit for it. Or she maxed her card out, forget to pay, I take the hit for it. Mm-hmm. Then that can always be changed in the next 30 days by just paying your credit report down. But let's just say you have that one really, really irresponsible spouse mm-hmm. who forgets to make the payment after 30 days. So now guess what happened? You now get that late payment. Mm-hmm. Now that spouse got a late payment, and now mm-hmm. that late payment is reflecting the other spouse. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot harder than just paying down some utilization now. So you just gotta be mindful as what you're doing and uh, that's why I think being able to co-mingle at least enough to understand what's going on is super key. But that all comes down to communication. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I got to do this or where's the best funds to pull this from? I think we need this for the house. We need a new TV. The TV's not functioning well. Mm-hmm. Where, 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 What set of funds are we going to pull that from to ensure that we both want to safe into the yeah. stick no matter what? Yeah. I love that. So um, I'll, I'll add another hack to that. Um, you're, you're talking about communication and being very specific at the table. Talk about where you want each dollar and dime to go. One of the things I tell couples that when you're going to bring finances together, yes, I get it that that bill is under their name because it's their mm-hmm. card. But I need you guys to come together and say who is stronger at managing bills and finances. Like, it's a very easy question. And not is a lot stronger than I don't care if that bill is under the other thing. If that is something you're gifted in doing, you do that. Yep. It eliminates arguments, drama, misunderstandings, lack of communication, lateness. Lateness. I mean, because the whole goal is to build, not to prove your point that you are irresponsible. That's just petty. As lovepreneurs, we get over our petty bag. Like, our petty bag was out the window the minute we decide we're going to grow rich together. We're getting to the point. We are literally focusing on 90% of the solution and 10% of the problem so we do Uh not. That's the only reason why we focus on 10%. We want to make sure we don't keep doing it. So the real way to do that is sitting down at the table and say, all right, so we are not commingling. We now have access to some of or all of each other's finances. Are you going to pay the bills on time or am I? Who's going to manage this? Yeah. And beautiful to those couples that they're both very responsible. God bless you. Right. You know, on our end, I was the more responsible, more disciplined. 
But it's really because this man never, he don't have the time to yeah. sit there and figure out everything is on auto. But I'm constantly managing or a bookkeeper, whatever she needs, I'm constantly sending. I do not need him to sit there looking through a whole bunch of bills to figure out which one I'm going to pay, which one I'm not going to pay. Which yeah. one, I'm going to need you to keep shaking the hands of these millionaires so we can continue to scale. Okay? Don't get me wrong. I need you to be responsible. But if that's not your area, I just mentioned all the strengths that I have with it. If he's not gifted in the area, I don't want him spending time in that area. So sit down at the table, figure out who's more responsible, and allow that person to manage it, whether male or female. Because even a lot of times, men get into the, I'm the man of the house, so I'm the one that's supposed to. Like, get over yourself. You know, like, just continue. You know what's crazy? Like, why we work? I don't even care about the money, honestly. I just want to continue making more. Like, let me focus on continuing to make more. Or any anything outside of that, as long as I can continue to reinvest my money, and everything we need to get paid is paid. Mm-hmm. Let me go. I like making the deals. I like making sure that the big money makes sense for us moving forward and continue. I'm not worrying about the bills. You go ahead. You rock with that. That's your strength. Rock with that. I'm gonna keep on building it and making sure. We bring an increase in, you know what I mean? So it yeah. de- you, you definitely got to decide who that person is going to be and trust that person is doing it for the greater good of, of everybody. You know, it's not a, a one person to say that, oh, I'm I'm good at, at managing this better than you. That's that that's when you got, you don't have enough on your plate. Yeah. If you got time to argue about that, you don't have enough stuff on your plate. You're not, you're not, you're not, you're not, your dreams, your goals, the vision is not big enough yet because you're still arguing about the little things that it's like, come on, we, yeah. we, we got to be behind that. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah, that's it's very important. I told, I totally agree with you because like, like now I, I, we, I have, we have a board right here <laughs> and uh, I, I, I got the, I even got on the board pay Pico bills. So, you know, as, as a landlord, I got a couple mm-hmm. properties, they coming in and stuff like that for the common area. So I got to make sure I got to, allocate things like that but when there's like bills for our personal home it's like okay cool Bree, go ahead can you handle that and she'll handle it but even now Bree is not the mad person okay. at all right <laughs> so i know that and she knows that yeah. and because i'm like so such a numbers guy every so often i'm like seven plus seven times seven and oh she'd be like gosh. oh like she, it, I catch I her off stuck. guard. I get stuck. So and it'd be like, it'd be sometimes <laughs> I, 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 I actually, I tell it just like this. Like we play this game all the time. I say, Bree, I'm getting ready to ask you a question, and you have three seconds to respond. <laughs> she say, Okay, what is it? I say, Nine times seven. <laughs> and she don't get it, and I be like, Oh my, I'm like, we just went over this, but it just, it's, it's a fun game to keep our mind working, but. She's not a number person. And like no. you said, D, like, that's not her strength. So I don't even try to put that on her. Mm-hmm. But one thing that you said at the, at, the, at the retreat is, you know, I know her strength. She know mm-hmm. my strength. And if that's neither one of our strengths, hire forward. For you know what I mean? And I'm <laughs> such, when you said that again, I'm like, I'm looking at Brie like, do you hear this? Like, this yep. is such true. Like, it's crazy because that's not my strength. That's not your strength. We're going to go back and forth to say who's going to do it and why we're not going to do it. Where there's... 15, 20 people that's out here that's looking yep. for that job to be done. Mm-hmm. You know what's crazy? I'm the numbers guy. Yeah. Out of the two, I'm the numbers guy. 
but she's much better at managing that stuff than me. Yeah. Like <clears throat> yeah, when, when when we're approaching new deals and we're we're reaching, you know, the higher heights, I'm the one formulating and I'm you know, we're breaking it down, busting it down, analyzing everything. All right, we already know this money got to go here, this money got to go there. But the everyday stuff, she's much better at it than me. Yeah. She's she's more of an organized person than I am. So I'm not going to fight that. Right. that. You got that. Absolutely. I do what I do, you do what you do, and we work. Absolutely. So what, what's another funding hack that would be great for couples? Because obviously what you guys are saying is, please co-mingle your credit because it will take you a lot further. It's yeah. never been a one-man band. So doing that as a unit, and like I said, you're sleeping with your opportunity to become a millionaire closer to that opportunity. You're sleeping with your increase of 77% on your net worth. Literally can get over your pride, get over your ego, and make money together. Like literally create legacy but you so big on your ego and your pride and you don't want to let your couple of bucks that you have in the bank go so let's talk about do two people or one people should be on the bank account like how does that go how would you formulate that uh so so right now we don't have a joint bank account but we plan on doing that very soon mm -hmm. right so she still has her personal and her business and then i have the person my personal and then and then the business as mm -hmm. well but uh, I, I definitely think there's an opportunity and there should be a funds for each other, common right? You know what I mean? Common things, yeah. thing that, and I, I don't really believe in like 50-50. It's mm -hmm. like, that's again, that's shifting work. You know what I mean? So if I can handle it, I'm going to handle it. That's just the bottom line. Mm -hmm. And that's with anything. But I definitely think there should be an account. But I, I'm going to tell a story. I told Bri I was going to tell it today. <laughs> but... The very first, this is deadly meat, so I feel like it's a deadly thing that she can do. And it's it, bad. And I don't I'm, know if you so can do it, it, but this is, I'm, so good I'm, at I'm it. done. If, if we ever get separated, I'm screwed. You know what I mean? So it was just one time I gave Bree, and I, and I don't know if my was, wallet is far, but I got a lot of credit cards. Oh, I, so I really have like over 70, 80 credit cards, right? Uh, it's not much in there. So much so that I bought him a book that he. Oh, you started putting yeah, stuff, started in put stuff in there. Look at you. So she brought me that book for that was one of my Christmas gifts. What his Christmas gift? And I was super excited for that because I need that, right? He needs it. But I have a lot of credit cards, and me, I feel like I don't have to remember things that can be written written down mm -hmm. or note taken. Like if I don't have to remember it, I got other things that need to be stored up here. Mm -hmm. There's no there's no point in me for to remember your phone number if I can just go on my phone and say me. You know what I mean? It just don't it don't make sense, right? Mm -hmm. So for her that's not the case. No. Uh she remembers stuff really well. So I gave her my credit card one day mm -hmm. to make a purchase. Maybe it was for a flight to go somewhere. I'm not sure. So come couple weeks it's time to make another expense it's kind of pay for something again mm -hmm. and i'll said i said hungry here's my credit card and her response was i don't need it so in my mind and wow. in my mind i'm thinking she's saying she's going to cover it like right. she's going to pay for out of her funds <laughs> so i said oh thanks babe but i get everything I'm to like, my what phone are you talking about? <laughs> six minutes later i get an alert to my phone said your card been charged x amount of dollars so I'm like, wait, babe, you said you had it. You used my card. I said, how did you get it? She said, oh, I remembered your numbers. Wow. I remember 
Sorry, it's like weird. Like I don't remember conversations, like <laughs> like numbers, birthdays, phone numbers, like one time. It's crazy. So Carly is the numbers person right. to the numbers that really matter. Right. <laughs> it's photographic. It's yeah, really like it's bad. it's dead. It's me. It's deadly. So deadly. That's two different that's and I got multiple cards. So it's it's one thing to remember one, but she remembered several. Then she, wow. now she's to the point now. Because I like, gotta remember my own. And she remember her own and mine. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah, it's crazy. Wow. But I, like, <laughs> you got some yeah. visits. I don't care about her. She don't need mental capacity with the seven and multiplication. I know. So. She 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 remembered the card numbers, but I definitely think having a having a mutual bank account would be good. Yeah. I we're definitely gonna do it. Uh and it's not about and once again, it's not about I pit fifty, so you gotta pit fifty. No. Any additional funds that's not allocated to the business or something that's directly needed, I don't mind putting in there. Like she she handles most of the house stuff anyway. So grocery, the thing that we need, she handles that anyway. So I'd rather her have enough and not have to worry about Hey, I'm a little, I'm running low on funds. Whereas though I'm sitting here and my bank account growing, 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 growing. Like that's no fair and that's no, and we're not growing rich together at that point. So a bank account is coming soon and it's going to be a personal bank account. I mean, to and to be business. honest, we just haven't gotten around to doing it. Yeah, like, we always, it's we, not a problem at yeah. all. <laughs> like she even bought me a picky bank uh, for, for, for Christmas. That was also one of your Christmas Yeah, one of my gifts. Christmas gifts, she bought me a piggy bank. And it has intensified builders in there. Mm-hmm. And if I go get it right now, I, it's stuffed in there. Mm-hmm. And I always challenge her. I say, well, Brie, when the last time you put money in the piggy bank? And she'd be like, <laughs> she'd be like, I didn't have cash today. And I, don't I use like, cash. yeah, she don't use cash often. But I stuffed that piggy bank so much so to the much. point where it's though it's time to empty it. But mm-hmm. it's been times though, like and it's big. It's like this big. Right. And it's been times though, I'll see and hear her put stuff in there, and she don't have to do that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That was like. And that I appreciate that she probably only put forty dollars max in there. I probably put less than that. Too. All right, well, you know what I mean. I give you brownie points. Thanks, you know what I mean. But like she, you know what I mean. But it's the fact that she tries. She is the thought behind it. So I'm super appreciative for that all day. It's his piggy bank for his property fund. So yeah. every time we fill it, we're just like, here's the down payment for, for another, another property. property. Yeah. Yep. It's a little thing. Like, who's your who was your mentor prior to y'all getting together, Bri? Um, it was actually his supervisor, um, Natasha, and she actually gave him the go-ahead to date me because she, although she loves me, she didn't want him dating anybody during his master's program. So um, Natasha, um, she is one of my biggest influences, um, and she's always just been so, she's a very, like, maternal figure. Um, she's she's a woman of God. She always speaks life into people. And she's also a straight shooter, but in like the most loving way. And she's always been about her business. Like she is such a hard worker in everything that she does in every area of her life that I, not that I wanted to be her, but I wanted to be, what's the word? Like I wanted to be like her success story. Like I wanted her to be proud that she got to mentor me and I was proud to be mentored by her um just because she she's just a phenomenal woman all around and i hope she's on here just to know how much i love and care about her um i gave her a dedication in my thesis just because she was one of the people that pushed me the hardest to finish because going through a master's program is tough y'all like five out of ten recommend but (laughs) hey 
Listen, that's a whole nother story. We ain't any a part of it. Like, I, got my, I got my PhD. I don't know what you're talking about. What does PhD stand for, Tim? Listen. I'm a PhD, all right? Don't worry Let about me that. tell you something. This is what he's talking about, fam. <laughs> so I went to Temple University, graduated. We started dating that following. We knew each other for years, though, for years. I would see him at Temple every, I'm not going to say every day, but literally often. He was at all the parties. The man was there. I assumed he went to Temple. <laughs> so we got back. I'm hanging my my uh, degree on the wall, and I'm looking for his, and I only see the high school one. So I'm like, Chulo, I don't see your Temple degree. And he was like, I ain't never go to Temple. I'm <laughs> like, you're lying. <laughs> you never went to Temple. I mean, the man was in the dorms. Like, how did you get in? I got an honorary Doctor and degree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I mean. <laughs> so that, that, that's the insider. But, this guy, but no, I definitely admire that. I'm asking people on um, the IG to see if they want to submit any banking questions. Um, I have here any banks that are willing to lend to start businesses. So that's something you touch on, like your top favorite banks. If you can share on that like your top favorite banks, um, whether it's for couples or individuals and business. Like if you have preferences for all three, if you can share that with us. Yeah. So me, I, I do, I talk a lot about business funding. Uh, I don't really do too much about personal funding now today, but I know you need it. Uh, but I would say for personal funding, I, my first go-to is any bank that you have a relationship with. That's first. The second thing is going to be credit union. So I got this thing. If it says credit, if it says FCU, which means federal credit union, mm -hmm. then it's for you. So if it say FCU, it's for you. And so Navy Federal Credit Union, Police and Fire Federal Credit Union, Franklin Mint Credit Union, all those credit unions are the next type type uh, type of banks you want to go to. And last but not least, small banks. Mm -hmm. So when I say small banks, I mean banks that's not worldwide. So not a Chase, not an Amex, not a Discover. I mean small banks like Fulton Bank, Key Bank, Truemark, places like that, BMT, which is Bremar Trust. These are smaller banks that we want to go to. Now, on the contrary of that, when we talk about business credit, we may want to go to those bigger banks. You know why? Because those bigger banks give out bigger money. So we can start talking about the Amex, the Discovers, the Capital Ones, the Chase, the Navy Federals, things like that, or, or Wells Fargo. Those bigger banks that's more nationwide are going to give you the bigger bags, and especially when it's time to get business funding, because obviously, you know, the business funding don't report. We can get multiple of them. We can get in different businesses. She can get a business credit card in her business, and I can get the same one in my business. So it's like, it's, it becomes super good especially with the sign up bonuses and it, it, it becomes a whole world of like funding to be honest yeah i love that um i i want to also if you want to um elaborate more on this one hack i've heard you talk about it before it's what it's part of our story so i'm gonna talk about our story and then if you can talk about the benefits of it and how it's working today so when demetrius and i like i mentioned we started dating um, he was an entrepreneur. I wasn't, but I wanted his lifestyle. Like his lifestyle was bomb. The man got up out the bed when he wanted to. He met people for lunch and went back in the bed and called me saying, what's up? And I'm like, dude, I just did an eight hour shift. I'm tired. You over there just chilling, just like really starting your day. 
I want that. How do I do that? And what I did one day, I have a beautiful relationship with PNC. I had a, a relationship since I was 14 years old because of my mom. And so, again, same thing you were just saying. So I'm proven fact of that. So at the age of 14, I started that relationship. So I, they did all the funding for me from my college, everything. Like they had funded my first car. They funded everything. So what I did one day, I had a credit card with them. You know, that's when they used to send out checks where you can write checks and um, withdraw money. So um, now they just wired to you. But mm -hmm. before, you know, you got to write the checks out. And I'm like, I heard him. He was having a conversation about flipping cars. The same way people flip properties. Back then, he used to flip properties and flip cars. So um, I was like, you know what? I want in. I heard somebody just talk about $10,000. I figured that's enough. I went across the street to, my, to the PNC bank, did that thing with my credit card, took out the ten grand. And gave it to him. And that was literally the start of our journey in business. That was the first time we did a business transaction. So talk about that because, again, that took trust. It took faith. But what does that mean? How do you do that? How do you pull that up? How are you responsible enough to make that happen? Oh, man. That's that's <laughs> that's like a gym. Like, yeah. I don't think you said it so regularly. Like, that was, yeah. but I was just, like, no. That's, like, <laughs> that's some, that's some high-level power right there. Mm -hmm. And uh, they still have the checks, but yes, you can get a wire, but they have these things called convenience checks, uh, which is super, super key, which we refer to. But now they have these things called balance transfer checks and, or cash advance checks. And I mean, it changed the game, right? Like, like literally changed the game. Uh, but to answer your question about being responsible and knowing that, like, I have always been diligent and not that she hasn't been, or and I've been real disciplined. Like I'm not a partier. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I I never did anything like that. I played Division One football, so I was like locked on. Mm -hmm. I was afraid to do anything and lose my scholarship. So I was just like laser focused in college, in undergrad, and grad school. So by knowing and seeing that, and always seeing a better life, I'm like, you know what? I can't mess this up today because I know all good things must come to an end. That's just the bottom line. And I don't know when my is going to come to an end, so I had to maximize what I had. So to your point, use something like that method. You just got to be super disciplined, mm -hmm. and it comes with repetitions, right? And I tell people all the time, you got to get your mental reps in, right? Mm -hmm. So when I seen people that was that I looked up to that was doing it, like even to the real estate factor, I, I look on Instagram every day, and I see with me posting and everything mm -hmm. about new construction, I'm getting my mental reps in, although I'm not physically doing it today. I'm envisioning myself doing it. So when I get there, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not opposed, like, oh, what's going on? I'm not, I'm not off, off guard, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So those mental reps, getting those mental reps in, seeing the people that I'm looking up to, mm -hmm. seeing how they maneuver with their credit, how they making their own time payments, mm -hmm. how they setting up all the way, how they talk, like all these things, I was getting my mental reps in even before I was there. So once I got there, I wasn't just shocked about what I'm supposed to do. It was like I already been there and I hadn't. You know what I mean? So people call me Pop Pop. They say, yeah. hey, you Pop Pop. I'm like, hi, I'm 25. I'm, I can beat you in a foot race. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but everybody think I'm or just consider me old because my ways. And that's because I was getting my mental reps in at a really, really young age. Mm -hmm. So just having true discipline, dedication, but more importantly, continuing to ask questions. Like, don't you should never be the smartest in the room. I always I mean, I had tons of questions. Like tons of questions, so mm -hmm. I think that's the biggest part. But no, yeah, no, I I completely agree with that. I would say, at first, I wasn't necessarily so disciplined. Um, I'm I 
think I was kind of more of a free spirit, but I'm like, ooh, you know, with anything new, it could be really shiny and exciting. So yeah. with being with him, he's like, no, you can't do this. This is like the goal. Da, 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 da. And I, I had to really take heed to that. I had to really understand that by me being disciplined today, it was only going to add to our sex, our, our set success tomorrow. Um, so I had to. It adds to both what you were about to say and what you said. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, so I really had to take a seat and like really just sit back. I did watch him and like how the transactions went and things like that. That was something completely new to me. So as he's learning new processes, I'm kind of still sitting back and I'm learning a um, just because it, I think it's so important to continuously learn from your partner, like and vice versa, um, because you're you're always going to continue to change. Your goals may not shift, but they may continue to develop. Because um, we do have the same common goal, we are in that um, an agreement. As we learned that the agreement, we had to be aligned with that. So um, just, and I think I still need to continue to practice discipline. Um, in different areas of my life, aside from just our business. So just continue. Let me ask you something. And that's to those that are dealing with this. And we, we put gender here, but I'd also like to put gender to the side because a lot of times the woman is the entrepreneur, not necessarily the man. So as we are speaking, if you hear us put gender, move it. We're sorry because it can go either way. But Newton, let me ask you this. How did you deal with her being free-spirited. We get that a lot, where with, there's one out of the two that's very disciplined, and, and quite frankly, you are very disciplined. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's the other one, and it works out because you're total opposite, and and where she may not be, or, vice, you know, he is not as disciplined. How do you deal with it? I know there's frustrating times. I don't have to be a fly on a wall. I know this. But how do you deal with it? How do you how do you see like the positive in it? How do you keep yourself from not necessarily like, ah, would you get it, woman? Like, how do you kind of check yourself and talk about that process? Because you're about to really speak to a lot of people out there. A lot of people have this issue in their relationship. One is so disciplined that the other is so spirit, free spirited, and it just doesn't work. They don't, they can't connect they can't get it together and the one that's disciplined gets so frustrated and love gets lost because there's more frustration in the relationship that there is love so can you speak on that a little bit because you're, you're about to you know spit some gems out for those absolutely so so me spoke about it earlier about being at a level here and then the other spouses here and now it's creating that friction mm -hmm. right and the biggest thing that i learned uh in life in general and especially in this relationship because uh Bree, her she come from a little bit of money. You know what I mean? Like like my family, like my mother, she had us, she had my sister at 15, me at 17. You know what I mean? Like my father was incarcerated my majority of my whole life. So it's like I grew up in North Philly, like the inner city where the odds are stacked against us like times ten. You know what I mean? So it's like everything that I had going growing up, it was a lot different from her. Like she leaves her doors unlocked overnight. Like, we can't do that in North Philly. Like, no way possible. So just start even knowing that, and we, because we was, we, we was brought up differently and we had different backgrounds, instead of me trying to pull her up to where I was at in my discipline level, I then said, you know what? 
I, it's harder to pull someone up to a level that you at now and they haven't been there opposed to you going back down and meeting them where they at because you have already succeeded that level. So instead of me trying to drag her up and causing friction, I say, you know what? I'm going to come back down because I already beat that bar, that board. I already beat that board. So I kind of literally drop levels like, okay, you on level five, I'm on level 10. I clearly beat level six, seven, eight, nine, and now I'm on level 10. I'm going to come back down and meet you where you are. And that became a lot easier. When I first got with her, I was dragging her like, yo, you can't go out. You got to focus. You got to read. You got to listen to YouTube. You got to Google. You, why are you not watching this? What you like? I was like, like mean. Like, I, I was On really my mean. case, like, y'all. I, was, I really was because I never, even academic wise, like I never received a grade lower right. than a B in my life. I graduated valedictorian. I graduated top of my class. I'm talking about in my master's program. You know what I mean? Like, my bachelor's program topping everything I graduated top of my class. You know what I mean? So education was super key and it's still key. Mm -hmm. And when I came to Rowan, not that it wasn't key for her, we like, oh, what's I'm like, oh, well, what's your GPA? And she like, oh, it, it was my undergrad GPA. Yeah, it was her undergrad. Okay. And it was like, it wasn't that, it wasn't that we ain't gonna say it, but it wasn't the best. And I'm like, what? Like, what, what did you do? But at that point, I didn't understand. You know what I mean? So I, now as I learned her now and got the, got the, connect with her a little bit more, I understand that it's a lot easier for me to kind of scale back and meet her where she is and then help her get to those next levels because it's easier if we go together <laughs> than me to go by myself. And then I say it all the time, if I want to go far, if I want to go fast, I can go alone. But if I want to go far, we got to go together. You know what I mean? So I was able to scale back my, my, my like, I don't want to say my discipline factor, but I was able to scale back just enough back a layer of the onion and say, you know what, babe, I know that you have a problem with this, mm -hmm. and guess what? I have already been to this level. Right. Let me show you what worked for me and what could potentially work for you. Right. I'm not saying it's going to be the same thing, but I just know that this worked for me. And the 95% of the time, she'll say, well, if you already beat it, let's just go that way. And now I can bring her up to level six. Mm -hmm. And then I'll say, well, look, on this level, it was something over there that messed me. I don't know what it was, but let's go this way now. So we were able to kind of scale those levels a lot faster but it was me to go back to her level meet her wherever she was instead of dragging her up right and i would a thousand percent agree with that because i feel like it doesn't it's not to take anything away from him you know he put his pride aside and you know i think a lot of couples sometimes struggle with that with putting their own pride aside whether yeah. it's the male or the female um and taking the ego out of it i think that it, you're able to get past a lot of harder things and like because he says it all the time my hardest obstacle hasn't even come yet so i think when you when you kind of are on that one accord and you overcome so many things by putting your pride and ego aside like you said you're able to go so much further and like he said it didn't take anything away from him to meet me was at but it helped us get so much further because yeah. he was able to guide me through each step to get to where we're at now i love that I'm all yeah. of how much work these guys are able to do. Y'all y'all are literally like y'all together. Like y'all literally put together. It's at this point you guys are the berries in a wine glass, wine bottle right now. You're just aging at this mm -hmm. point. And the more you age, the more you know, you guys, the value is. So mm -hmm. I'm, I give you guys 
the utmost respect and kudos yeah, we love for you where guys. you guys are. We in love y'all too. Yeah. And I mean, just the wisdom level. Like, I mean... That's more important to us than anything. We, being wise like that. Yeah. We've literally met with all different ages. And I gotta say, you guys are very wise at your age. Like, the fact that you just, you just know how to com- not only just be with each other, but how to communicate with each other, understanding the outcomes that you're looking to get from your spouse. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't think about that. Like, you can't just do something or say something just because that's what you feel. Mm-hmm. What's the ROI of what you're getting ready to put out? You got to be wise enough to understand what is it going to look like on the other side of what I'm getting ready to say or do. Mm-hmm. I got that perfect. It's, it's crazy, me. Like I, I see this all the time. Like, it, and that's in that's in this and that's in relationship. And I, I, that, I totally get that. And I thank you so much. <laughs> but it's even to when I first started driving, I was one of those. Oh, I had a nice car. I wanted to be flashy. You know what I mean? I had the shiny object. I was the coolest kid on campus. I was popular. I, I wanted to kind of show out, right? And I would do some reckless things when I was driving. I never got into an accident, knock on wood. Mm-hmm. And I really never really got pulled over too much. But even today, me, when I'm driving, I will make a turn in front of a car when I'm by myself. But when I'm with her, mm-hmm. I'd second guess making that turn. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm, I, I'm cautious when she in the car. Mm-hmm. So if I'm by myself, I may still make that. I, we call it button in line. I was still button in line and zoom past people. And you know how the Philly streets get. And you know, mm-hmm. that may cause at the next light, you may be getting out fighting. Mm-hmm. But I make my decisions a lot better today, especially when she with me. You know what I mean? Now, when you're not with me, I can't really say that. I can and I tell you, that but, I don't play you know what I mean? But no. I, instead of me jumping in front of that car, I just make better decisions knowing that I got somebody dependent on me. You know what I mean? So, so basically what I'm hearing is she's your equalizer. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love that because it, it does lead to our to my last point. What you guys just spoke about and the equalizer was like a perfect transition to it. Because she's free, every disciplined person needs that. You would drive yourself crazy on the online level. <laughs> If you didn't have somebody to just be like, well, let's just chill. Let's just, don't worry, it's okay. And, you know, we're each other's equalizer in different areas. And there's some areas we're both too disciplined that the one we hire got to tell us to calm down. But in those areas where it's like, well, chill, it's not that deep. He'll be like, all right, let me check myself. Let me bring it down. Because that's important because we will drive literally ourselves nuts and we will be so gun hold on making things happen that we forget that is the love here that honestly is the biggest joy. It's going to bring you the biggest joy. It's going to be your trophy at the end of the day. So everything you plan will happen. It's going to happen. You'll be disciplined enough to make it happen. There's just times where you just need to let it go. Yeah. And yeah. That's the equalizer that's important in both of you guys. And I see it and we appreciate it. And we love you guys for being here. We love you, you so too. It's worth it. Now you gotta answer the question. Is it worth it? One thousand percent. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs>
guys. Brother said he is undeletable. We are undeletable in your lives. We were like, listen, there's nothing. I'm serious. You guys are just amazing. Our energy is amazing. I'm not just saying that because my girl's Dominican, but I got her back, man, okay? And, um, you know, whatever you guys need, we are here. And I can just see us going really far and, you know, being each other's lives for years to come. So congratulations on all your success. Do you have any last uh, words, sir? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm still in awe just on how well you guys are put together. Like, I'm not I'm not just saying it because y'all on here, but literally, at the ages you guys are over the next ten years. Yeah, the sky's the limit. I don't even know about the sky. Y'all gonna figure out a way how to just open the sky up. Honestly, like yeah. I really feel that. And um, just know this: at the end of the day, man, we behind y'all 100. percent If there's any way we can help y'all, assist y'all in y'all journey, like, man, we y'all already know we a phone call away. Mm -hmm. I appreciate Thank that. You. I really do. Thank y'all so Thanks much. Thanks for having us. Bye, yes, guys. You guys have a blessed night. You too. Take care. Thanks. Bye. 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 Bye.